Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, good evening and welcome to the full-time Reds with the LFC Day Trippers. Benfica won Liverpool 3 in the fourth leg of the Champions League quarterfinals in Lisbon tonight. Uh, I'm Gav, that's Keith, and we're going to do about 40 minutes, Keith. Does that suit you? Suits me great, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I've yeah, why not? loads of things to do after this. Um, my night doesn't usually stop at about 2 in the morning, but uh, I'll try to get it done a bit earlier tonight. Um, loads and loads of people in already watching. Please, if you're in here, hit the like button. Um, if you're watching and you haven't subscribed already, which is about 40% of you, um, subscribe as well. Everything is free in here. Um, no paywalls, none of that shit. Um, all free shows, 40 a month. So go and do that. Share it across your social media. But most of all, get involved in the comments and throw them in there and we'll see how we get on in the next 40 minutes or so. When we say 40, we're going to end up doing an hour, aren't we? Cause that's yeah, what easy, yeah. yeah. Easily. We, get, we go on some tangent about fucking Alanis Morissette and then yeah. God knows what will happen. Um, Keith, yes. before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, it's a 3-1 victory in the fourth yeah. leg away from home. We go back to Anfield next week with that two-goal advantage. Overall, a very, very, very uh, good result tonight in Lisbon for Liverpool. Excellent result. Um, as you've said, 3-1 away from home, fourth leg, quarter-final. Looking at that on paper, you'll take that all day long. Do you know, it was textbook stuff. It didn't turn out to be that way. But you know, we'll discuss that as the as we go on. But the the result itself, we said on the Fatback Forger and I have, it's all about the results now. Performances be nice, but results are king now, and that's that's a great win. Three one force leg. Can't yeah. ask for much more. No, and I was I, I done a show at two o'clock today, and we are myself and all the people watching. We're doing you know predicting the starting eleven, predicting teams, and and a lot of lot of people went for three one. You know, two one, um, some are four and five nil and stuff like that, and that's fair because when you actually look back at the first half, Liverpool had fucking ridiculous amount of shots and chances and stuff like that. Yeah. Could have buried the tie in the first forty five, but it's still an, a European quarter final. You know, it's still a European Cup quarter final away from home in a big, intimidating enough stadium, um, with a decent side. You know, and if you take, have we probably seen in the second half, if you take your foot off the pedal a little bit. You can get yourself into a little bit of bother. We're, now we managed to survive it for the most part, but you can get yourself into a bit of bit of bother. But looking at the team, Keith Allison, Trent comes back in. I actually didn't know if he'd start. Um, I got yeah. that one wrong. I'll be honest. Canate Van Dijk, Robertson, Fabinho, Thiago, Keita was a bit of a surprise. I thought he would. Well, I predict that. Yeah, you I did predicted you? That. And um, and up front he had Salah, he had um, Mane, and he had Diaz and. Very attacking side, I thought. Very attacking side, especially when you put Kate in there. He wants yeah. to attack, he wants to get forward, but a shoulder intent, even before kickoff, a shoulder intent and how confident we are in ourselves. It did. And, you know, why wouldn't we? Do you know what I mean? Like, what people are, you know, we're, we're looking to attack this. People have said we haven't performed great. Um, but we're looking to attack this now. 
four trophies up for grabs. We've got one in the bag. We're in the quarterfinals of one of the big ones and he's looking to kill the toy as much as he can in the first leg. It makes sense, Gav. You know, why? I know you can look at these European aways and you can be cagey in them and, you know, get back to Anfield and say, well, we'll do the business there. But as much as you can, you want to kill that game off. No disrespect to Benfica. They're not a bad team. Um, they, they have some really good players. But it's a toy that if you can, you look to kill it off. And I think we set our team up to do that. And I think the first half panned out that way, you know, without actually killing them off. Yeah, look, a lot of people mentioned the second half, um, Ian McLaughlin being one of them. He says, great performance in the first half, second half was brutal. And oh, we'll get on to we get, we get on to the second half, let's go Let's go through the first half, because I think Liverpool, yeah. oh, I'm going to be honest with you, Keith, the amount of space that Benfica were giving Liverpool was mad to me. Like, literally, yeah. we're getting we we're getting our centre-half and popping one into Fabinho, who was literally in the centre circle, and turning and looking and going, right, where am I playing? You know, and... They got, kind of got caught on top in Fika between two stools, whether to go at, get on top of Liverpool or drop off. And it was like half the team was trying to do one thing and half the team was trying to do another. But look, do you hold that against Benfica though? Because with that Liverpool side as attacking as they are, you're kind of saying to yourself, they're kind of caught. If, if Liverpool play a Henderson, I think they push us on more. Yeah. But we're playing Keita, I think it just... It, I think it showed him. I think Keita's starting absolutely showed him. A hundred percent. Naby Keita has a lot. We, we've said it in the past, you know, durability is the killer for Naby Keita. But when he plays on his own form, he's an excellent player. There's not many midfielders like him, you know, in the sense that he he's always looking to get forward and carry. And you can say, oh, there's loads of midfielders that do that, but not that sort of press and hurry the way Naby Keita does. And I think he's one that he did throw a spanner in. A lot of people laughed the other night when I said that that Sham Adel Tarad plays in a holding midfield for Benfica, but there he played in a two-man 4-2-3-1 there today. And I just think they were a bit, yeah, they were a bit caught between two stools. He didn't know what to do in their midfield. And the way they'd set up versus the way we set up, I think it just left opportunities for Liverpool to just get the foot on the ball and just go at them. You know, and when you have players like that, we're going to come on, I'm sure, to Mo Salah in a minute, but on paper, when you have a team like you know, Mane, Diaz and Salah up front with a, a Keita driving on behind them rather than a Henderson. I'm a huge fan of Henderson. You're a huge fan of Henderson. We're all huge fans of Henderson, but it's a different player. You know, it's a different Henderson than the more was a few years ago. Yeah. But compare them to Naby Keita, it's a different midfield option. And they were they were caught and I think they didn't know what to do and it took them a long time to get into it. I think the manager tried to get them a bit up for at the start and they they fizzled out, you know, and he got back into them then, but it looked like it was going to go one way. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't overly worried about it when, you know, Liverpool get goals up and the way Benfica are playing, you didn't, I didn't really see a way back in for them, but, you know, these things happen. Um, Hudson's co-creator is having a right go at Salah and the the, the chat and he, and he's spot on. He said he had a comment there earlier and it was brilliant. Who um who space jammed Mo Salah? It's very worrying at the moment. Um, what's going on with him? But 
he wasn't the only one tonight. There was a few of them, and uh, we, we'll dig into them all in a while. Well, Hudson's co-creator says, um, Salah in disastrous form. He needs dropping not only for the team's sake, but his own. This is the whole point squad depth that we have it now. This is exactly the time we should take advantage of it. We'll talk about Mo Salah um, towards the end, I promise. Um, Kieran B says, Kate is slotted in Diaz, who should have scored. Salah was in on the keeper twice, should have scored one of them. Kate could have had one or two, all in the first half. Yeah. But, without getting to, the, without getting to their goal, and I, I, I'll explain where I think it comes from, right? Um, but it was so easy for Liverpool in the first half, Keith. Like every time they went forward, you were thinking they're gonna get, they're gonna get in where you're looking for that final ball, or they're gonna just get in, and and it's gonna be like a chance on goal. Because I, I genuinely believe that Benfica didn't know whether to come out and press or hold off, and then if they held off, we are hitting balls in behind them. We, you know, we seem to have options everywhere, and Trent makes it. Trent, I think, is a huge um, factor in that. Even though he may not be the one putting it in, they're always looking for when it goes over that side of the pitch, is he going yeah. to eat us alive here? And we'll see that later on in the game. Um, but we got one nil up um, through Kanate on 17 minutes. Um, I'll double-check yeah. that, but I'm nearly sure it's 17, yeah, 17 minutes. Yeah. Good corner in, but the defending is shocking. Keith. It's terrible. Like, th- there's no one even jumping. And it's yeah. an outswinging ball. It's not like it's coming right in on top and he gets a run or something. It's an outswinging ball. And he just, yeah. he's on it. And b- great header. It's a great connection. Yeah, yeah great connection. Great but you're right, the defence. And again, it's another thing we did highlight about Benfica. You know, they've got a centre-half pairing of Nicholas Otamendi and um, Jan Vertonghen. And they're good players in and among, you know, in among themselves. But we did see certainly in the first half and as the game wore on the deficiencies that they had as well and um, yeah they were all over the place um, it was a great header he gets up he's he's a big fella we have lads like this that should be scoring you know I think centre half we should be scoring more from and we're starting to see it a bit more this season I think you know with Virgil is getting goals Matip is getting goals and now Kanate opens his account you know it was good to get on the end of that. And look, you, you're quieting down the crowd then when you do that as well, 16, 17 minutes into a game. Mm. It sets you up nice <laughs> and it opened up as we see then at the second goal and, and Salah's chance. You're, you're right, Trent was putting in balls that they didn't know how to deal with. They didn't know what to do with them. It was you know even what the I mean? threat just them, them. Yeah. It was even the threat of them. Like every time, and even as you go through the game, when Trent gets on it, you can see Benfica nearly going, oh, do we... Is he gone? What's he going to do here? Like, yeah. there's an exp- you know, like when you're in a ground and you get you see a player, like if you go and watch Messi or yeah. Ronaldo or Salah or whoever, and you go every time he gets it, um, Diaz is a bit the same at the moment for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Every time he gets it, there's an expectancy. People are nearly halfway off the seats. Yeah. It's actually like that, I think, when Trent gets it as a in right that back. Area, and it's affecting teams yeah. he's playing against. It's, it's absolutely insane. Like, um, Kanata gets that goal Keita has a, g- a great chance very soon after it's nearly a carbon copy and Benfica aren't learning from this they're just not yeah. learning from it and I was sitting watching going this could be any score like we're literally 20 minutes in here we could be three up um, and we we spoke on Sunday night about um, being clinical you know and if we were that just 5% more clinical we could have literally been three up in 20-25 minutes easy you know um yeah. And 
you know, I, I want to leave Salah a little bit later. He seemed to be the the odd one out. He was he was getting into good positions. He gets through on on a man a ball, I think, and just gets a, a, It's not a great shot away, but he even looked like. It looked like a game for me, Keith. If he got one, he could have went on and got two or three. Now, in hindsight, we're going to talk about him in a bit. But it looked like, just get one here. If Mo gets one here, it just lights a flame and away he goes. But I thought, I really thought he forced half Benfica were absolutely there for the take him. A hundred percent. They really were. And again, you know, you look at it and you look at our team, our lineup, um, the, the fullbacks are involved. The full, the, you know, Trent is a constant danger. Thiago is getting the ball and he's playing brilliant. And you've got uh, Fabinho. You know, it was a great setup of the team and Benfica just didn't know how to deal with that. What grinds me then is how it all flips and changes, you know, mm-hmm. the, the players. But Salah is someone that, the threat of Salah at the moment is is probably worth more than the what you're getting out of Salah because he needs a goal. He needs a performance where I don't I don't know correct me if, has he scored from open play since AFCON I don't know maybe he has I think he gets a penalty against Leeds he gets he? he got a couple of penalties against Leeds and he's got another penalty against someone else I think he's got a few I don't know and the, the, the chat will Brighton. tell me if I'm wrong he, he definitely has he has scored a, a penalty few against penals, Brighton but, I think away yeah but has he scored from open play I don't think so do you know sure. what I mean so he really can deal with it and I think that's playing on his on his mind now, and I think his decision making is is a bit impacted by that. But you know, you keep putting in them chances, you keep creating, and whether it's Salah, whether it's Diaz, whether it's Mane, whether it's Bobby or Jota, you know, we have got players that you'd like to think when you create them chances, they will um, take them at some stage. And we'll come on to the the, the substitutions later on, um, up and down. I'd say you know um, the impact, but. I think we're going to not waste too much time, but we're going to overly focus on, you know, the negatives when the positives is a 3-1 away win in Europe in the quarterfinal first leg. And, mm. you know, um, we've had we've had crappy performances before on the way to win a tournament. Nobody remembers them once you get the job done. Um, we really limit Benfica in that first half. Like, I think, I think they have about three shots in the first half. Um, I think one is when one of, one of the lads gets down the side but you know it, we are snuffing everything out uh, Canate looks strong Virgil was just being Virgil the full backs were doing really well in wide positions and and then on, on top of that we're pushing Benfica back but I want to talk about the second goal because it comes from it actually comes from Mo Salah trying to play in Mane yeah. and it's chipped over the keeper gets it they play it around a bit they actually chip a decent ball into midfield if they can get a hold of it but I think it's Fabinho gets in the way. It, it falls yeah. to Trent and the fucking ball he hits, Keith, is out of this world because he hits it hard and it's not floating. It's absolutely arrowed. Like, it, the only way I can describe it is if you watch golf, which I presume a lot of people yeah. will this week at the Masters, you have the shot tracer. And on the shot tracer, you'll see a lot of players that hit the ball left, right, you know, and they, they can manipulate a, a golf ball and they can hit it high, and he can hit it low, but there's some out there you'll see on the shot tracer where they just dart him. Bang! It's like a missile that goes out, stays fairly low and drops so he can the ball will run. And what Trent does there is just... When he hits it, I'm going, where is he whacking that? And it just, like a, like a missile, straight into Diaz, who in fairness to him, he's away, he's at, sport, he's at um, Benfica, 
He's coming back to Portugal for the first time as a Liverpool player. You wouldn't hold it against him to take it on his chest and try to put it away. But he has he has the wherewithal to nod it into Mane who puts it in the net. It's a fantastic goal, Keith. It's a great goal. It's a great goal. The thing about Trent with that ball, you're right, it, it's, it's just like a blade and a missile in there. It's not floating, it's, it's not driven. It goes up no. in the air and comes down. It's, it's mad to watch. But he's normalising that. Do you know what I mean? Like this fucker is doing this on the regular now and you take it for granted, but he's he's getting the ball out there and it's what's it whatever way he's putting them in, they're hard to defend because what, what Do you know what do? it's like? Do you know when a fella hits a free kick and he hits the middle of the ball and it doesn't yeah. spin? Yeah. You've seen Ronaldo do it a couple of times where he just the bangs it. ball type of yeah, thing. Exactly. And it's it's exactly like that. It was I just couldn't get over the pass. I love the header and the finish, but the pass keeps ah, the pass was brilliant. That the whole goal, but you know, I I actually did enjoy Diaz's role in that because you're right, he could have taken on. He was getting death by the Benfica fans, and he could have just tried to be the hero, but he was switched mm-hmm. on enough to get the header on and to get it back across. Uh, I thought it was a great goal all around. A brilliant goal, one of the best we've seen in a while, and we've seen some great goals. And people would say it was just a standard goal, but the, you're right, the, the ball in by Trent, the header by Diaz. The finish, everything about it, just love that goal. That was, that was brilliant, and um, at a at a key time as well. Yeah. You know, we're, we're there. It's two nil, and that comes on. What's that? Thirty. It's yeah. It's it's late enough. I, I'm terrible with the minutes of things. I'll tell you now. Seventeen sticks in my head for Canate. It's thirty four yeah, minutes. Thirty four minutes. So yeah. you know what? You're, you're hammering home your your um, domination really at that stage, and you're you're hoping that it's enough, but. Um, it's 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 just a sign of of a player who a, too many people focus on what Trent can't do, and I'm not about Liverpool fans. Some pundits maybe do, but there's not enough focus on what he does do. You know, his passing range is just scandalous. It's it's Steven Gerrard, David Beckham, Kevin De Bruyne. There's not many more. Do you know what I mean? That put that type of ball in. That's, you know, loads of people can cross a ball. Joe Gomez put a great ball in for yeah. Jota the other day. A cross is a cross is a cross. But when you're putting in that ball, that blade and that little heat seek or missile that he's putting in, there's not many players that do that. And he's normalizing this from right back. It's, it's phenomenal what he's doing. And it's, you know, we'll have to listen to how oh, he'll be targeted. You know, City will target that side and... Someone else will target that side. When, the thing is, if you if you, tar- if you target that side, it means there's more chance of Trent Alexander-Arnold getting on the ball. Yeah, and you know what I mean. A lot of st- the, you watch the amount of goals he sets up or the great balls he hits. It's probably from defending and winning the ball and then looking and going bang, and he's put someone someone in over the top or he's you know he's put someone down the side. Uh, Michael Kenneth, I've kept this up on the screen. The fucking never neg- you don't have to. Um, put the hashtags in the yeah, fucking negativity from Ronnie Whelan and RT at 2-1 up would depress you um, it was a difficult choice tonight Michael just before we get on to the second half and stuff but it's a difficult choice because you've either that or you want to be team this is Steve McManaman and someone made a great point I think it was in um, her WhatsApp group where he went why does um, why does Steve McManaman just keep going yeah yeah or no no as the commentators talking and then in this piece where he's meant to talk there's just silence Ronnie Whelan doesn't like Liverpool Right, I'm convinced of it, and I've watched, I've, I've listened to Ronnie Whelan commentating Liverpool for years, and I tell you what it is. For years, when Liverpool went good, Ronnie Whelan commentated on them, and he was nearly disgusted at Liverpool playing. 
right? These aren't as good as my day. And now I feel that they are as good as what they were in his day and he doesn't like it. Um, but I couldn't listen to him. I, I just couldn't. Um, I listened to him. I didn't think he was that bad, but I do think it is a bit of back in my day, back in my day. And Ronnie Whelan is is a chief sort of. Ray Helton is as bad. Ray Helton is as bad. But does it go back to um? Does it go back to the conversation we had the other day when, um, we were talking about you know when when a co-commentator is completely biased, it's lazy. But when they're yeah. trying to be go the other way, it's as lazy as well. You know the sort of way, and maybe that's Ronnie Whelan. He's trying to be trying that's not it. to look like he's he's a massive. Well, maybe fan. I think probably Ronnie Whelan's a United fan, or was he a United fan when he was younger? I could be wrong. Um, maybe so. He's from. Well, maybe um, maybe he, maybe he is, and that slips through. But I just think it's one of them. And look, that generation. I mean, my old man sort of. Liverpool fan went through the seventies and eighties, and he's a bit like you know, back in my day, back in my day, and maybe it is just that we're on your and some players just do live in that. But I generally don't mind Ronnie. I think he's he's negative. He is negative. He's miserable. He's dreary. But he's not the worst. Put it that way. I think BT. I'd rather him than Steve McManaman. I just I ended up um, watching it on BT but having to mute. Yeah, I did. A genuine. I had a bit of. I had a bit of music coming out of the, the Mac while I was I was sitting here watching it. Uh, we'll uh, talk about it yeah. Or it was um I can get the playlist up for you. I'll I'll tell you what was on it. Yeah. Um but Any um, Carol King on it? No. I'm, I'm no. going into a bit of Carol King today. That's who I was listening to. Where did right. you know Carol King? No. From the seventies, a bit of a good songwriter. Uh no. she's a great album, Tapestry. Get a bit of that into you. I, I know Easy listen to it, I just can't house. think of it. The Traveling Wilburys was definitely part of some of the gear I was listening to. Uh, yeah, good stuff, yeah, good, good stuff. stuff, yeah. Um, anyway, we might get back to that later. We um, But listen, we get to halftime. It's 2-0. Um, we're in control. Um, we, you know, we're tuning it up. It's away. Um, Reclaimer is delighted here, by the way. 150 likes and we're only 20 minutes in. So he's definitely on, he's wanting 200. There is 330 oh. people watching. So yeah. if all of them subscribe now, and light, yeah. we'd be absolutely flying. We'll, we'll, well. we'll, we'll see how it goes. We can't force anyone, Keith. No, we, we just no. Can't. we're not in the forcing people business. No, we, we'll just, do our, we just do our thing. We just do our thing. And if you like it, subscribe yeah. and like and shit like that. If you if you like watching and don't want to subscribe, sure, what can we do? Like, yeah. We can't find you and make you do it. No. But it's halftime. It's 2 nil, And I always say to you, I'm delighted when we get to halftime. Because Klopp, will, if we're playing really well, he gives us an extra gear. If if we're not doing great, he'll change something and it'll make it better. Um, and I don't think anything. I don't think anything. Um, I don't think we went out complacent. Uh, maybe a little bit because I think this goal for me comes from maybe a little bit complaint. Maybe thinking it was getting a bit too easy, Keith. Um, but Canate makes a hell of Keith. There's no yeah. other way of looking at it, and it's not like. He's a bad player that he does this. I just think, ah, oh, this is too easy. I'll, I'll, I'll sort this out, and then he doesn't. And it's a good finish, in fairness. It is a good finish. Darwin Nunes is a good player. Would you like uh, to see him at Liverpool? Would I like to see him at Liverpool? Because you're a man for he's Uruguayan, isn't he? He's Uruguayan. I'm a big fan. I do. I think he's brilliant. But would I like to see him at Liverpool? I don't know if. We're maybe looking for better than Darwin Nunes now. He's a player, a profile of player I would have loved to see at Liverpool a couple of years ago. Now I think if I replace him one of the forwards, I don't know if, you know, 
if Divock Origi moves on, I'd like Kylian Mbappe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, rather than than Darwin Nunes. But if I'm not, if I'm looking for a, a forward like that, Darwin Nunes certainly would be a player I'd be interested in. He's very good. He's excellent. A lot of teams looking at him. But he costs a lot of bread. You know what I mean? You're looking at the Vlavic sort of deal and thinking, I think they rejected a 50 million bid from him in January. Are you they were saying on commentary hole, yeah? tonight. On commentary, they said that they rejected a 50 million in January. So, you know, things change. Clubs, financial situations can be different. You know, Benfica might bank on, you know, a, a win against us might be a little windfall. They might need to sell him in the summer. But if you're looking at 60 or 70 million from, I don't know. But he's very good. He's an excellent player. I'd hate to see him going to Spurs or something, for example. Yeah, I, like I, I was impressed from tonight. Um, I have to say, uh, and it was it was a good finish. And you know something? It's the forty ninth minute, I think, when he scores, yeah. and, and Liverpool for probably another 10, 12 minutes. Well, until we make the subs, I think when we make the subs, we settle down a bit because I'm looking here, like, like they score on forty nine, right? Uh, Darwin Nunes has a shot on 52 um, he has a shot on 55 both missed they have a shot on 59 which is blocked they have a shot on 60 which is saved that's it yeah it's one of them it's that age old thing you know where they're having a lot of the ball and the crowd are very they've got the crowd on their back yeah. uh, not on their back sorry they've got the crowd the, behind them and the crowd are running amok and they're giving them that extra but there wasn't really much created you know what I mean and that's was I impressed with Benfica tonight or was I, did I think we just went to shy for that period? And I think we went to shy, to be honest. I know you're saying we didn't come out complacent. I think, you know, we didn't speak about the Salah chance when he goes clean through in yeah. the first half and should roll in Mane mm. or a better finish and he doesn't. And, you know, I think we thought, right, we've got another three or four of these chances to come early in the second half. And I don't think we put the foot down it's it's one of the worst second start of the second halves I've seen from us, you know, because we were getting ragballed, but it put it all down to us. You know, they they were decent Benfica, but they weren't doing that. And a couple of times it looked like they might have beat the offside trap, but their pass was just a little bit out. As you said, they get the goal. There's no other great shots. I mean, he he has chances, but is there anything else but, that? But, but but you see, like for me, like the Canate thing throws us a bit. Because I, I, I've said it before, there is times, um, and Chris Brax says there, Benfica's dominant period felt like the first half versus Arsenal. There's a lot of the ball, but not in the areas that would hurt us. Um, yeah. Laszlo says Darwin will definitely continue his evolution at a bigger club next season. And somebody said there that they've, they signed it for 24 million, which is um, a record they'll be looking to sell well, which is probably right. And you're pro- that's why you're probably looking at 50 plus. Um, but I think... And we've spoken about it before. You know when when you you just fall out of that gear and you kind of find it hard to click again. Yeah. And I think the Liverpool kind of went through that for probably fifteen minutes. And Benfica, that's when Benfica had a couple of blocked shots, a miss, one saved. But then from then on, like we made three subs, and and in fairness to Klopp, and we have criticised Klopp before, and it's actually gone back quite a while since we've we've criticised him over his, his substitutions because. He's been way more proactive with his, with his substitutions, yeah. I think. And like he brings on Firmino for Mane, he brings on Jota for Salah, and he brings on Henderson for Thiago. One, uh, all in sixty-one minutes. You know, Noni has two. Noni has two left, um, and it's a real case of you know we're not holding it up, holding it up enough up front. Um, we probably need a bit more direct running, you know, and 
midfield we need to control it a little bit more. Thiago, of course, was on a book, and I think he gets booked just a couple of minutes before he comes off. Yeah. But you have to expect that, Keith. Sorry, can I go back to one thing before we just go on to this? Because it's just come into my head. Mane scores. Now, I'm not I, I'm not huge on body language, except for Jurgen Klopp when he's talking about yeah. anything because it's I want to see when he sign a new deal, right? But Mane scores and he looks like somebody's fucking punched him in the mouth. Right? What do you make of that? Yeah. Do you make that another? Because I, I got, I got a feeling him and Salah didn't go near each other. He scores Salah's closest to him, and it's like, meh, you know, the sort of way. Yeah, I mean, we, there's, there's always been that talk that they, they're not getting on, they're not passing, they're not doing that. I think if ever there was a time where they're a bit strained, it's probably now and it's more down to the international stuff that's sort of gone on between AFCON and the World Cup qualifier. I think, you know, I don't know, or maybe we are reading too much into I this. Probably I just think Sadio is a, is a strange old fish. Do you know what I mean? He's If you wear the body language, if that was your, your bag and you are looking at him, I think his body language hasn't been great for a while. And I don't know, you know, is he not feeling people are clamoring for Mo Salah to sign a new deal? Well, he's out of contract at the same time. Mm-hmm. He's he's at that doing Salah twice on the international stage. Mm-hmm. He's scoring goals for Liverpool, right? He's not scoring them at the rate of Salah is, but, you know, is he maybe thinking, like, these shits don't want me and, you know, this is a couple of amateur psychologists guessing here, you know what I mean? But... Mm-hmm. Was a few. Yeah, there is something in his in his demeanor at the moment that's maybe not sitting right. But I don't know if it's like I said, there's just tension because of the Senegal Egypt thing. They've had two big, big games, two key games, and he's come out top on both of them. And I don't know if he's maybe not feeling the love. Andy Kaufman says, "I think he he thought he maybe was offside." And Stephen Lennon says the same. Kevin Sullivan says, "Manny does this after." Easy goals, um, but maybe um, that's, that's a but Bejan says Bejan says Naga they did come together on the goal. I didn't see it. I seen Mane score, and I was kind of thinking to myself, you have to go to Diaz and Trent here, and a lot of them do go to Trent. I see Salah point to the Trent as if to go, that was brilliant. His face, facial yeah. expression nearly says to Trent, that was brilliant. There's a lot of them around Trent as Trent comes down the the, the pitch, but. Mane seems to be kind of in the middle of the goal after scoring and kind of going, yeah, Grant. Now, he does go back to the halfway line and he does, I see him pointing to someone and giving the thumbs up and away they go again, the game's kicked off. But if they did come together, fine. But um, Maybe the lads are spot on and it is just down to the fact that he thought he might have been offside, you know what I mean? Or yeah, or maybe it's just one of those when it's an easy goal, they just, yeah, it's a goal, yeah. like, we're good, you know what I mean? Um Tiernan says, I think they both maybe thought he was offside. That was my reaction to a calf. They both looked at the linesman. Fair enough. Um, I'd I like to think maybe I'm reading because of the international thing. I prefer their. Red Steve has made a fucking horrendous accusation. He says, This is almost verbal clickbait, lads. No, it's just you're watching for something. And you know what? Keith Wright. Like you know, if Salah's taking up all the attention here with a contract, Roberto Firmino, Keita, uh, Mane, there's a few of them out in 2023 now they're probably going oh, why is this that's a fucking circus going on um i'll sort my stuff out no problem um so look it's 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 one of those uh jonathan says camera cut a man on the bench late in the game and he's laughing looking in great form so yeah all right there you um, go. we leave it there oh, sorry Shrub-key. 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 <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Um, I disagree. So you wouldn't get others calling themselves Muppets, Gav. You know what no. I mean? When we're wrong, they'll say we're wrong. No, you see, the thing wrong. is, we know we're Muppets before we open yeah. our mouth. And then we just compound it by opening our mouth. Um, Cav Olam says on the whole period that we're going to get back to now, um, mm-hmm. uh, where Benfica have their best period of the game, he says, I disagree. I think Benfica really caused us some trouble in that period. We're hanging on a little bit, but the subs helped. <coughs> no, I... I'm not. I'm not saying he didn't trouble us. I think that that was their that was their um, best period. I'm just saying it wasn't like they were battering down our goal not and down. you know yeah. and Allison's pulling off fucking worldy saves and stuff like that. They did have the better of it, and Liverpool looked to try to get them. I don't even know if they tried to click into a gear key. I think they just looked to hit the reset and get themselves back into some sort of rhythm. And, and by just holding Benfica out for a little while and then look to play, but the subs did make a difference. They did, they did. Um, so the subs come on. I think they were plan. I think two of them were certainly planned. I think Bobby and Jota were planned, and I don't know if Henderson was maybe rushed a bit because Thiago looked like his head had gone a bit. And the the second half, he just didn't get into it. He was sloppy. He was getting caught in possession, which he doesn't do. You know, we all know Thiago's a bleeding, a great player, and then he picks up a yellow, and I think maybe. That one, they're like, right, maybe five minutes earlier than planned. They said, right, get get Henderson in. But I think Henderson actually gets his foot on the ball, slows things down um, without being spectacular. And I think Bobby really helps us when yeah. he comes on. Yeah, I think Bobby is excellent. He drops when he deep comes and on. he takes up positions yeah. even when we don't have it, where he stops yeah. them playing. And then when we do get it, he's in that little pocket. I'm not saying he's going to turn and he's going to run at defenders, but he's in that little pocket where he go pop it into me and I give it back to you, or I get it out wide. And you know those three, four, five passes, those sequences that he's involved in, they make Benfica move and they make Benfica almost retreat, which means that Liverpool can then go and play it. Um, go and play their, their game and I thought he was very very good when he came on yeah he was excellent but like that you're getting that control back you're getting that momentum because people can have their opinion on whether Benfica troubled us and all it's very similar to Inter Milan and the San Siro as well a lot of maybe possession um, and a lot of helter skelter but very few shots very few chances very few big chance, very few big chances you know what I mean so yeah they, they certainly did apply pressure but we once we got the foot on on the ball and look, Virgil was terrible in that second half. You very rarely see he's swiping at things. He's he's missing headers. You know it's very very unusual. So there was something. You've Andy Robertson slashing balls out of play. It was very uncharacteristic. But I think, sorry, but when Hendo and Bobby come on. We get that little bit more control. People go mad. You know our Henderson. He's this. He's that. He's not spectacular. He's not quick. He's not as energetic as he was, but he's intelligent and he knows when to maybe try and slow things down and when to try and pick up a bit of the pace. I thought he'd done really well when he came on, but I thought Bobby was a different. I thought Jota might as well have stayed on the bench. I didn't think he was great, but, you know, you won't get them all right and you can't expect nine out of tens from everybody all the time. Hmm. Um. VVD made my bum burp when he miscued <laughs> that ball when the Benfica player was nearly onto him. Yeah, I don't know whether I don't know what went on with Van Dijk. Was it was he trying to was maybe in his head was he trying to protect Canate a little bit because it was a bit of a howler from him and maybe got See, thrown off a little bit in what he was it. doing. But, but know, listen, a little thing like that. Yeah, but but look, come here and I tell you, the, the fella's human. 
most of the yeah. time he doesn't look it, but he is. And you can go, like, we're talking about a 15 minute, minute period here in the Champions League quarter final away from home. It's not like we, we've come out with that game going, fuck me, we were terrible for 90 minutes yeah. and we managed no. to win. We dominated probably 70, 65 to 70 minutes of that when you think about it. You know what I mean? And the 100%. chances we had compared to them, the shots, the passes, you know, I think we end up on an 88% pass rate. Um, completion right you know and it's and like huge amounts of passes from us that are successful are um are in their half it's not like we're doing that we're passing around the back and trying to nullify you or, or just you know literally go very ultra defensive or ultra conservative i thought you know 15 minutes yeah and do you, before we go into the talk goal, do you think that's a little kick that we need at times keith yeah i think you know it's it's hard to Sometimes you do need that little jolt. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, you nearly need to feel a bit of pain to know we are in pain. And I think we just needed that tonight in, in the sense that we didn't get punished by it and didn't look like, in my opinion, didn't look like getting punished. Cause I, it's easy to say this now, hindsight's a great thing, but I felt that goal was a very lucky goal to get. It was, um, a mistake by Canade, but I didn't feel they had anything else in them. Do you know what I mean? So I think it was just, we got that little, little rick and then we ship, we got back into shape and, you know, to, if you're taking off Mo Salah, Sadio Mane and Thiago Alcantara and you're not weakening your team, you know, you have a good squad. You've, you're bringing in Jordan Henderson, you're bringing in, um, Bobby Firmino and you're bringing in Diogo Jota, you know, you've got that, uh, still that quality coming onto the pitch. So it was now, it didn't feel like a break glass change. Do you know what I mean? It just felt like, right, we're going to replace three, we're going to bring three on, we're going to regain control and we regain control. And it just looked, it just looked easier then. Do you know what I mean? Um, from then on in. But sometimes you need a little, you know, they had the fifteen minute spell in the first leg of a quarter final at home. Mm. Can they maintain that now at Anfield? Or do Liverpool now say right? And people would say Inter Milan, we said the same thing about Inter Milan and they came and bet us in Anfield. I just don't think Benfica will I think Benfica needed to try and get something tonight. And yeah. it didn't happen for them. And look Benfica are a decent side. Do you know what I mean? They're a decent side. Maybe we're guilty of of disrespecting them when the draw happened, but let's be honest, they're the, the weakest team in the in the draw, but it's the quarterfinals of the Champions League, so they're not mugs. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That they're, they're a good, good side. And Liverpool just had that little wobble and came through, which is the most important thing. Uh, Laszlo, on, just on the VVD thing, he says, that, that's factually incorrect, Gav. We established a long time ago that Virgil is not human. That's the only way we can accept our own inadequacies. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, a little bit of a mention there for City and Athletic, Atleti or Atletico, whatever you want to call them. And we'll have a little chat about them. Let's go on to the tour goal because I want to talk tour goal. I want to talk Mo Salah. And I do want to just look at um, Man City as well. Um, tour goal, Liverpool are playing it about. They actually need to give it away. Gets mm. gets caught in midfield and Katie gets onto it, and that's that's the Katie you want to see. Keith, the ball yeah. actually takes the deflection. I think off Otamendi going Otamendi through. Hits, yeah, straight and, um, into them. It, 
But that's what you want to see. He doesn't get it and turn and look to play to a football. He just gets it and sees his face and goes, bang, he's gone. And he, he, he tears through midfield. Um, it does take a deflection. But Lewis Diaz gets on to it like a fucking light. Rounds the keeper, scores, celebrates in front of them. Someone throws a stick at him, which was unbelievable. Um, and there you have it. Benfica think they can get back into this. And even, you know, on 85 minutes, I'm thinking we might get one more chance. And then Liverpool just come along and just a little dagger, as Sean, he said earlier, a little dagger at the end to make yeah. it 3-1. And um, I called Canate scoring. I think I called Diaz scoring. Um, I hadn't got... Um, who was the third person I picked earlier? Manel. Salah. I think I picked Salah, Diaz, Canate. I didn't pick Mane. I could be wrong, but I, I did pick 3-1. But um, great to get that goal, Keith. And great for him because he doesn't play the weekend. He comes back in. He starts. I thought he was brilliant, didn't he? Um, was. And he gets a goal. Brilliant. He's been an excellent signing. And there's this thing going on on Twitter about, you know, uh, Kulisevsky at Spurs best signing in the window and he is for them you know what I mean What's they're right? like oh, glad glad we didn't get Diaz we got Kulisevsky that's the one we want and fair play you know what I mean it's like shooting your shot at Pamela Anderson and ending up with Fizz out of Coronation Street <laughs> what a comparison if Fizz well, is what you're into she's a good girl fair yeah. play if you're happy with her you're happy with her but Diaz you know, Diaz doesn't have to be doing what Kulisevsky's doing. Kulisevsky's gone in into a into a hole at Spurs that they needed filling and has done excellent. You know, let's before we go on, he's been brilliant. But Diaz has been electric for us. And I predicted he would have started this game the other night because I just felt in Portugal, familiarity, uh he's not long out of the league. Yeah. And he hasn't featured in the last couple of games as much, maybe. And it just looked made for him. And I thought he was a thorn in the side in the whole game. Do you know what I mean? I love the assist on the Mane goal. I think it's very clever. A lot of players wouldn't have done that. And then to get the goal. When it, when it, the third goal goes, goes in, I see it. And I'm a bit blind. I'm a bit lampy, you know, man of my age. I thought it was Jota going through. And I'm like, he won't catch this. And then I realised it was Diaz and he gets it, gets around and there was no worries. Do you know what I mean? He's so quick. He doesn't look the quickest, but he, he's fairly fucking quick. He is. Do you know fast. what I mean? You don't see fast. many going around the keeper, you know. He and that's the ground. Do you know what it is? When he runs, he doesn't glide. Yeah. You see players that eat up the ground and they glide. Thierry Henry used to glide across the ground. Yeah. The, the one that I... I I thought he was running on air when I seen him first um, years and years ago. Tia Walcott. I genuinely thought that fella was on running on air because yeah. he was just, he glided across the ground. Um, Torres didn't glide across the ground. Torres ate the ground up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Michael Owen ate the ground up. But, yeah. but and sometimes when they when they just glide along the ground when they're running, they look so much faster. It looks just a, such more, much more of a fluent movement when they're running. Whereas Diaz is a bit of a stomper when he's running. Do you know what I mean? But he eats and eats the ground. And um, there's there's a lot of chocolate talk going on in the chat here. Your favorite bar of chocolate. We might get yours at the end. Um, but it makes a three one. It's a brilliant result. Um, he brings on Joe Gomez. He brings on James Milner on eighty nine, which is fine. He's making those five subs. He's getting a few more players off the pitch. I.e. Trent. Um, to protect them. Um, so nothing can go wrong in the last couple of minutes of the game. And it's a brilliant, brilliant result. But I want to ask you this before we go. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, we'll get man of the match off you in a second. 
Mo Salah, there's a lot of talking there about Mo Salah, the form he's in. He hasn't scored from open play in X amount of minutes. He hasn't scored in X amount of minutes. Someone said earlier, and I think they're spot on, he's getting in great positions. He's finding great spaces. And then he's trying too hard. And I think that's absolutely perfect in, in, in an analysis of him. Just one question for you. Does he start on Sunday? He starts every league game. Do you know what I mean? He's, he starts every game. I wouldn't start him personally, but he starts every game. Okay. I just think it's the first real period we've had Mo. And he's missed loads of chances. Mo isn't the most I prolific. can remember. I can remember one in, I think it was 18, 19. And he goes about seven games of scoring and he scores that goal away at Southampton. I think it's that yeah. period. Do you know the one where he breaks from the halfway line, the purple yeah. jersey, and he whips yeah. one into the fair corner? And I think that might be his first goal in probably six or seven. That's true. I yeah, could be wrong. Talk, I could be wrong, but that's that's the last period I can remember this. See, I think that AFCON has fucked them up. I think international football has always been a hindrance to Salah. Always been a hindrance, but he'll never, you know, again... Get your Sigmund Freud hat on. We're, we're digging into the psychology here again. But I think international football, there was all sorts of shit a few years ago. Wasn't that with sports ministers and all giving, sticking their oar in about what Mo Salah was going to do and he was going to retire from internationals and his family were getting abuse and all this stuff. Like, And then if the AFCON happens and he just hasn't been the same player since then. And I think he set the bar so high that I think a dip in form just looks really bad because Allah has never been a, a dead eye clinical finisher. And that sounds ridiculous to say, in my opinion, he misses an awful lot of chances. Even when he's getting 40 goals in a season, he's missing an awful lot of chances. So when you're, when you're maybe that little bit off the boil or you're, it's in your head, and you're missing the chances. He's still getting in, you know what I mean? He still makes the run for the chance that he, he should score. He's still doing that. He just needs to get a couple in. Do you know, he needs a team. And we have United soon, don't we? City will do as yeah, well. Yeah, like, it, it, if you're playing Watford this weekend, there might be an argument to go give him a rest. Yeah. Bring him on for the last 30 when they turn and try to get him a goal, but you don't Man leave City, you don't leave City Benfica, City. That boosts United, City. I don't everything. care what form he's in. If they see City, exactly. Salah on the bench, it boosts them. I know we have a great, you know, four or five, uh, really five, really, really good strikers at the minute, uh, or forward players, but you don't give City that impetus where you go, listen, you don't have to play Mo Salah. When he's on the pitch, you have to over plan yeah. for him. Yeah. You can't just put... It's always said you can't just put a, a fullback there and say, right, you're on Mo Salah today. It's centre backs. It's it's fucking change of formations. Defensive it's doubling up on. Yeah, it's, it, it's everything. Yeah, and even when he's not scoring, you still have that. Man City know quite well what Mo Salah can do. He has mm. ripped them to shreds in the mm. past. Scored some of his best goals for Liverpool yeah. against Manchester. So City. Th- would you agree? Would you agree? It's just it's just a case. It's not trying as hard. Just go back to what you were doing, and I mean something simple as shift the boy a fella and go by him and just go down the line and yeah. pull away from him and come back and give it easy just to just to kind of go yeah he's still doing it look and if yeah. you give him a chance he'd call inside and he'd kill you um, City would love it's it Ben Salas and Jared Cattle I think, I think he, they would they'd get a huge yeah. boost um, of course Salah is still traumatised by playing alongside El Nenny Gavis as captain Sal <laughs> um, but I think I think look he's not in the best of form I think the, the AFCON the World Cup qualifiers the whole contract thing I think as well um, yeah. has all contributed to that but there's, I, I, I find it difficult to find many out there that wouldn't play him against City because 
you know, you st- even if it doesn't go right, you still have options. You know, yeah. sort of way. Um, man of the match, Keith. Um, man of the match. I go first. Lewis Diaz. Yeah, I was going to say Diaz myself. Um, I thought Diaz was electric all the way through. You know, I thought Naby was good. To be honest, as well, I thought Naby was good. Mm. Um, he was. Trent was good. Other than that, Fabinho was okay. Midfield were a bit all over the place, I suppose. We can't praise Naby and then Lash Fabinho. But yeah, I'd agree with Diaz. I think he was, he just gives you that spark. You know, when the substitutions were happening and I saw Jota and Firmino lining up, I said it to my wife, I says, I fucking hope it's Mane and Salah that come off here. Yeah. Because Diaz looked the most lively of them. Mm. And, you know, it's the easiest want to take off as Diaz because he's, you know, Johnny come lately. He kept them on and he was a threat. Even at the end of the game, he was a threat. He was causing them problems. Um, and I just think, I think it was quality. I think Bobby's cameo was brilliant. I'm not going to give Bobby the man of the match for a cameo, but I thought Bobby, Nabi, Trent yeah. were good, Nab- honourable mentions. Yeah, Nabi and Diaz again, yeah. huge amounts of shouts yeah. in here. Um, Trent's getting yeah. one or two, but um, overall, I think it's, it's, um, yeah, I think, I think it's between Diaz and Nabi. So pick, take your pick, really. Uh, Man City won 1 0 against, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Atletico Madrid. Atletico. I did check um, 42 minutes, right? I went in and I checked, and you know what the stats were? Atletico yeah. Madrid have made 11 successful passes and Man City's yeah. half in the first 42 minutes. No they, They've got a 1-0 win, 70th minute goal by Kevin De Bruyne. They go away to uh, the Wanda, isn't the it, next, next yeah. week. Um, and it's going to be absolute carnage for them next, next oh, week, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... Obviously, you can hope for better from tonight from Man City. Like a draw or a defeat would have been yeah. nice, but a one 0 win—it's the sort of bear. That minimum, head is isn't absolutely it? torn, isn't it? Yeah. What do we do here? Like you know, they would have yeah. loved that second goal. You know, you would have loved that just to give them that bit of breathing space. Atletico weren't the team they were. We all know that. We've seen a first hand this season, but they're pigs, absolute pigs. So they now have to go. Bernardo Silva's on the radio today saying they're obsessed with winning that Champions League. Despite Pep coming out saying they don't even think about it. Yeah. Bernardo's letting the, the world know that's the one they want. So, you know, they do they do have their eye on that. It's going to take a lot out of them. And then they have us after it as well. It's, you know, There's I'm just hoping. There's all sorts of permutations, isn't there? It's just, loads, uh, loads. Dylan O'Rourke Dylan said that City had a 0.00 XG in the first 45 minutes. There you go. Um, I think they had four shots in the first half, so they must have been from miles yeah. out. Uh, Edison must have been taking the fucking shots. Um, Laszlo says, that's going to be a one-all and penalties, lads. Uh, mark my words, Laszlo reckons mm-hmm. on the Athletic game. 120 be, minutes again. That'll be an extra time. Yeah, that'll be an extra time yeah. as well. Uh, Guardiola had to bring out all the heavy machinery in that game. Apart from the goal, De Bruyne was absolutely abysmal. Says Antio Chill. Um, he has five, See, people- five though. People forget City are not in the great best of form as no, well. You know, no, they didn't yeah. win. But because we were obviously Liverpool fans, we're a Liverpool podcast, we look at Liverpool and we worry and panic about what Liverpool are doing. Mm-hmm. See, it's like a carbon copy. City, except for they've dropped Sorry, Atleti had 0.00 XG. City had 0.29. Yeah. There you go. Still, a lot of zeros in there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? An awful lot of zeros. Um Whereas uh, I don't know what hours was, but I'd imagine it was bleeding. Uh, XG was 2.5 something, I think. 
Yeah. There you go. You know, so look, City aren't in great form, but they're getting the job done tonight. But is it enough? Will it keep one eye on? Oh, it definitely keeps one eye on. on you know, on next week. There's no doubt about it. Like and if 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 Bernardo Silva is letting the mask slip by saying this is the one we want, blah blah blah, and they seem to yeah. just they seem to speak indefinite all the time, don't they? Um, yeah. This is what we want, and you know, we're this and we're that, and. You know, why won everything why else. are they talking? Why are they fucking talking? Know. But anyway, that's their own business. See, that's the thing, like it, it's Man City are a mad team. They're so fucking needy and so have to be adored. And they don't have a manager that can say, Look, shut the fuck up. Because he's the worst of the lot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh three point one nine tonight was our XG. Andy Coffin says two point five. What the fuck? I thought it was about two point five nine or something at one stage, so it, it must have went up. Um yeah. obviously it would have went yeah, I obviously looked at it before the Diaz goal. So uh three point one nine was our goal expectancy tonight. Um yeah, it'll be an interesting one between uh Man City and Atletico Madrid. Before we go, uh two hundred and fifty six likes, fair play, four hundred watching, four don't like it. If you're still watching, even though you don't like it. Leave a comment afterwards and tell us what you don't like about it and we will do our best to rectify it. Um, we have changed the background behind the comments on screen from a grey to a black because people said the grey was too difficult. I've put it to black and I haven't got any, compl- well, I've got two complaints, I think, in the comments from today's earlier show going, oh, me old eyes aren't, um, thanks for putting the black. Where, <laughs> does black affect you if you're old and you can't read the black background so let me know I'll try all different colours for you people to see which one comes out best fuck's sake we're doing the background of chats now to see what colour is the best but as I said uh, thanks a million for hitting the likes um, if you've shared great if you've come in here and you've subscribed brilliant if you don't like it no problem um, tell us why you don't like it stick in the comment yeah. afterwards and we'll do our best um, favourite chocolate bar I'm bored and I love Snickers Love yeah, a Snickers. Got a shout in the chat. Yeah, love a Snickers. Um, you can go off. I love dying bars as well, but there's not enough bang for the book in a dying bar. It's mm. a small little number, isn't it? It's a little. Dying good. You can get the yeah. three pack and duns now for like one fifty, and that they're nice. The bags of them that you get in like IKEA, the big laden bag of dimes, they're they're great. But now Snickers, if I was buying a bar of chocolate, Snickers. Um, what else do I like? Kinder Buenos are nice. Yeah. Um, Dylan O'Rourke's a huge fan. Yeah. Sneakers do new peanut. I've got to the black thing. background now, and people miss the fucking grey. Course they do. Yeah, um, but never happy. Uh, boost says yus. Yeah. Oh no. yeah. Boost. They're morals, aren't they? Boost and morals. Um, they were the same thing. Morals. Yeah, they were morals. I think Boost was the UK version of moral. Or yeah. the other way around. Moral. We had kind of, you know, the way um, they. Make it strobe, gaff. Jesus, don't. <laughs> fits. Um, I'm a bit boring as well. I do love a, a Cabri's Holno. Yeah. Really like a Cabri's Holno. A Topic Bar, big fan of. Star Bar, big fan of. Oh, I love a Star Bar. A Lion Bar as well. Big fan of a Lion Bar. No, I'm not a big fan of Lion. Um, Orange Twirl is doing the rounds at the minute. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love, I fucking love a Toblerone. Yeah, Tobler but they're a, they're a bit heavy tackered in the Toblerone. Like sometimes, no, they can not if you make a big, meat. huge cup of tea, get yourself not the mini Toblerones, a proper sized Toblerone. Just break up the triangle and just get it. In, it yeah, just get it in your mouth and just drink tea. You'll be drooling all over the place because you can't breathe. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's it's good crack. The Toblerones are good. Bounty says Antio Chill. Um, 
Put Country, a red background, Gav. Jesus Christ. Black background is good, says the reclaimer. Chocolate overloads his vase of flowers. This is the way it goes usually. And we did yeah. say 40 minutes and they were 58 minutes in or 54 Gosh, yeah. minutes in. Um, whole nut golden crisp and caramello, says Owen Book. Caramello. Caramello. Caramello is a nice. Yeah. Terry's chocolate orange quality, especially in a cheesecake. If you, if you know anyone that makes you a cheesecake, get them to do a Terry's chocolate orange one. It's absolutely brilliant. Tomorrow we go through ice creams. Um, Okay, we might we might do mint arrow deadly. Yeah, mint oh, arrow, I love deadly. I love arrows. Yeah, arrows yeah, I want. Arrow even the plain arrows are nice. Do you like a catch bar? I do. I used to love a catch bar. They don't, they're doing three versions right now. They're doing the yeah, normal the one. They're doing a dark chocolate and they're doing a mint one at the minute. Yeah, yeah. The nice. best bar ever though was the honeycomb Yorkie, and they got rid of it. Honey, never, I never heard of. It was a yellow. Yorkie. It was a yellow. Remember, they used to have the normal Yorkie in the blue packet. Yeah, the raisin one in the purple yeah. packet, and they used to have a yellow packet with. Honeycomb. Let me know if people um raisin and biscuit Yorkie is the fa- is the answer, says Alex. But uh Do you no. remember like in the shops and they used to sell like the bag of like the Cinder toffee? So like a crunchy just mm. broken up. Yeah. They were the business. That double was quality. decker. Quality double deckers are. In the um, fridge. Rory says, yeah. Put stick your chocolate in the freezer. In the fridge. Yeah. Fridge, yeah, freezer, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. I used to have, I, I, I was going to say I used to have an uncle, he's, he's still alive, um, <laughs> but an uncle used to live close by me, he used to work in Cabris, right, yeah. and you know the purple snacks? Yeah. Right, well they, in Cabris, you know all the ones that were kind of misfits and- the broken ones yeah. and all that, yeah. They, they, used to, they used to have a shop in Cabris, in, in the factory, there was a shop for the people that worked there and you could go in and you would literally buy- like a carrier bag of yeah. uh, purple snacks, right? And you used to put them in the bottom of the fridge, you know, the drawer in the bottom of the fridge, yeah. and just to be open. But you could buy into one, and it could be all chocolate. You could buy yeah, into yeah. the biscuit is too thin, and they were absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Early Royal says, "Love the show, lads. How did you two meet? Under the clock, under the clear, clock at Cleary's. Yeah, the clock at Cleary's. Cleary's. <laughs> no, we just, about the clock at Cleary's, we just, uh, we just know each other. Whole nut. Uh, brunch as own woods. He's going down the ice cream route, and um, we have to leave it there. Um, there used to be one called, I want to say it was called Top Deck, and it was like a, it was like a dairy milk. Imagine an eight square dairy milk, right? Um, yeah. But the top half of the squares was white chocolate. Oh. Right? And there was also one from Cadbury's that was called a Nut Crisp, which was a long bar. Right, it wasn't like an eight square job. It was a long bar, and it yeah. was um, it was it was like literally rice krispies and chocolate. It was deadly. Fredos, says Carlo Sullivan. Yeah, quality Fredos. Yeah, but Fredos are just little, yeah, little small things, aren't they? You know, you'd never buy them. I only ever get them when Halloween comes and people throw them in the kids' bags, and you have twenty five Fredos or caramel Fredos in the fridge, you're eating mm-hmm. them for weeks afterwards. Uh, Cabri Spire, don't think they make them anymore. Don't remember. Oh, but they were like, they were like, uh, twirls, I think, weren't they? They were something along those lines of Spire. If I'm, I, I can't remember the Spire. Uh, uh, let me see. Rob GTI 180 says the Yorkie with biscuit and raisin. Trust me, the Yorkie honeycomb was fucking sensational. I've never even heard of a Yorkie. Uh, Passio says, yeah, top deck white and milk chocolate. Pink snacks are boss. Um, yeah, all the my, snacks. My uncle likes the yellow one. Yeah, yellow one, nice, yeah. Uh, Just simple. Nice little yeah. biscuit, bit of chocolate in it. Yeah. Gav was more of a palate for chocolate than normal foods, says Carl. Yeah, I do <laughs> like a bit of chocolate, I have to say. And not a lot of it. 
You know, I wouldn't eat a load of chocolate, but I'd probably go in and gone through about eighty-five bars here that we like. So yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be sitting there eating like four packets of wheels, like you know what I mean. Like just go in. Um, I do like a bit of chocolate, but um, there you go. Tom Bowling says favorite flu. Anything that's in chocolate. <laughs> Gav, I can't believe you're not shouting out Caramel Whispers. Caramel Whisper, Whisper Gold. Yeah, Whisper, Whisper Gold. But they're doing at the minute. Hazel Whisper. Oh, that's yeah. fucking sensational. Nice, and yeah. that's sensational. Uh, you Never Walk Alone 97 says South Africa still has top decks. Um, let me Ooh. see. Uh, let me see. Oh, my family worked in the Jacobs in Liverpool. Used to get clubs with no wrappers on them, bags of them. Yeah, that, that's unbelievable work. Unbelievable work. Uh, Spoiler was yeah. like, oh, the Spoiler was copying the Galaxy Ripple. The Galaxy Ripple is a show. Yeah. Any Galaxy chocolate. That's yeah. my favourite, actually. Yeah. You know, common or garden chocolate. You know, the walking man's chocolate. It'd be Galaxy. Oh, yeah. it's the business. Yeah. I like a chunky kicker. Chunky kicker are decent. Do you like them? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, not a big fan. Um, Day Tripper Easter egg special coming soon, says Carol Donovan. No, last time I discussed Easter eggs, Andy got very yeah. fucking upset. Yeah. So we can't. Violent. Look at Violent Horn. Anyway, um, we're going to leave it there because we've done just about an hour when we said we do 40, and you know how this works. Uh, Gav probably likes Harry Bow more than chocolate. I don't like jelly. A jelly man? No, no, I'm not a jelly man. I'm not a jelly man. So um, this is a bigger debate than Brexit, says Alex. Yeah, cream egg. Cabbage cream egg, you into them? No, don't hate I take them. a caramel egg Jimmy over Hart, a cabbage yeah. cream egg. I, I take a bleeding raw egg over a cabbage cream egg. I think they're bleeding horrible. Get hard um, from Dylan O'Rourke is going to bring a bag of broken dairy milks for the golf day. Could be anything in it. Fruit and nut, whole nut. Oh, look, it's a pick and mix job. Ah, it's, it's you well, there you go. Keith's not meant to play in the golf that day, but he said he will show up. So there I you go. Yeah. Um, stop now. No Kit Kats, says Laszlo. I, I like a Kit Kat. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, Barry they, I think has, the Kit Kat Chunkies, they went and done too many flavours in it, which shouldn't really be a bad thing, but they, they every every week there was a new flavour of a Chunkie. Yeah, Kit Kat. that's fair, that's fair. Right, we better leave it there. Liverpool have won 3-1 away at Benfica. Um, we've given you about 470 bars of chocolate to look up and go, Everyone boy, you feel like now. it. Um, we've decided most Salah starts at the weekend. There's no problem there. City are going into, like, it's going to be a nightmare for them. So that's yeah. good. And, um, all in all, it's been a good Tuesday. Back tomorrow, uh, the cop update, 2 p.m. Midweek fix, 10 p.m. We're off Thursday. We're back on Friday for Sports Unplugged. We're back with you on Sunday for possibly two shows. We'll let you know. But um, as I said, hit the like on the way out. Subscribe if you haven't already. And um, thanks a million for all your comments. They've been absolutely deadly. Keith, anything else before we go? No, we've kept these people long enough. Mm-hmm. And someone's just said there they joined, tuned in for the last five minutes. Great football chat. That's what you get over here. Hit the subscribe button. You get all the chocolate chat and all the ice cream. Well, he did say, and says, only caught the last five minutes of the show, lads. Deadly football analysis. Ah, you missed out on the football. Yeah. We got into chocolate and we lost the run of ourselves. Brant, if it's your first time in here, stick with us because we do talk yeah, football, yeah. but we usually go on tangents. The other night was Alanis Morissette. So there you go. Yeah. Um, that has been Full Time Reds. Thanks for watching. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.